be authentic, be real, be vulnerable. Yeah. Now, I'm not afraid to be vulnerable, and I'm going to be opening up tonight about some of my goals. So the big question is this. How investors like us who weren't born in the silver spoon successfully investing in property to create a passive income and still have a lifestyle now? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answers. I'm George Markoski, and welcome to the Positive Property Show. Our mission is to empower 10,000 people to create financial freedom through property using the Markoski method. Join us. Hey guys, how you doing? Yes, we well survived 2020. Yes. yes. And now yes. the new year is in. And welcome, welcome. Now, look, there's a few things I want to talk about today. It's very exciting. So, welcome one. Welcome back, Christina and George Markowski here, guys. Yes, we're here <laughs> and it's good. Welcome back. Now, listen, guys, 2021, I want to talk about the massive real estate recovery that's happening. For one. Two, I want to talk about the recovery of George Markowski and all that drinking I'll be doing over the weekend, over the holidays. I want about the recovery of your webcam because it's really blurry, so I'm just yeah, going to try and probably... Yeah, so guys, but... look, I might look a bit hungover, and I am, but it doesn't matter. I'm back and we're here every Wednesday night regularly. Correct, Christina? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Rain, now, hail, shine. We're going to be here no matter what. Now, what I want to talk about today is very important. Now, guys, please, in the comments, say hello. I'm going to type in hello just to get people started. Hello, I'm saying hello to myself. Let's make now, sure you can hear us. We're in the Positive Property Club at the moment and we've just actually, we went on holiday, went to the Barossa Valley. We literally just got back. We drove back all that way just to see you guys tonight. Yeah. And what happened was we Airbnb'd our house. We, we normally would go on holiday, we airbnb our house, we could make money out of it. Yeah. It's a great way of doing it. And this time around it's only for three days, so it was really, one of those things where a lot, lot of work, work, lot of work for three days, but I thought we we're going to Tasmania. It was three nights and four days, actually. Yes, but we thought we we're going to Tasmania, and because of that, we <laughs> thought we we're going to be away for two weeks. Anyway, I've just plugged my computer in, and not everything's working the way it should, unfortunately. <laughs> we had no sound, then we had no video, yes. and then we had both. But we're here, and I can see there's a few people live here, which is great, um, on here, and I'm going to just start uh, I'm going to try and clean the webcam again. Really I'm going to just type in, in our group and have a look who's here. Now, anyway, so what's happening is we're going to talk about 2021 and what you need to do to make your best year ever. Yes. Now, who's with me? Please give me a high five. Give me a shout out. Who's with me to make 2021 the best year you've ever had in your whole life? Shake off 2020. 2021 is here. So my goal was to make 2020 my best year ever. And look, the thing is, there's two things you can do. You're either learning or you're achieving. Sometimes a bit of both. Yeah. I did a lot of learning and a little did. bit of achieving. <laughs> but what I've done is I've, I've written down on my goals. I'm very clear on my goals. And I'm going to share some of my secret goals with everyone tonight. Yes. yes, because... I think doing your goals in a new year, it's a really good way to start a new year and to get super clear on what you want to do for that year because you need to really write down what you want to do. And you might not quite have got what you wanted to get last year due to things that were out of your hand like corona and things like that happening but this year you know we've had to sort of shift and evolve and you've probably had to do the same thing so it's a new year let's kick off with some goal setting okay and Alice Sheldon says loud and clear which is great thank Fantastic. you so much thank you yes so I'm um, basically I want to talk a little bit about one the great real estate recovery you know what happened to all those naysayers mm -hmm. and look I said this from the beginning, you know, 
Um, people were saying, oh no, COVID and property market's gonna crash. Property market actually went up. So there's a lot of people were timid, didn't want to put their toe in, they were scared. Yeah. And now we're at the beginning of the real estate recovery. Now the recovery period is at seven o'clock on the clock. And this is the time where you've got to jump on before it goes overboard. Absolutely. Like seriously, if you haven't jumped in the wave yet, if you're on that little surfboard, start paddling as fast as you can, right? Property prices are going up. It's getting very difficult to even get into the market. Yeah. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to help you paddle and I'm going to help you get on that. I'm going to turbocharge that Catch little... that wave. I'm going to turbocharge that little, um, um, what do you call it? Surfboard. <laughs> surfboard you've got. Have you seen those surfboards that have got... Um, I haven't seen them, but you've told me about... Yes, electric, uh, electric engines. Surfboard. I'm thinking about getting one because at the front, we've had... We live in Tennessee it's Beach. It's very flat. It's very flat. We live right on the beach, and it's pretty cool. But the last, before we went to Barossa for five days in a row, we had a plane or helicopter sharks, above our house going, making the alarm with the sharks. And There's we, always sharks out there. So, seriously. No, there isn't. But there was there for five is. days straight. And guess what? I, I always want to go for a swim. That's how I know. I want a surfboard so I can outrun the sharks. <laughs> yes, good luck if you fall off that surfboard. I'm going to have to hold on for dear life, you know. So, so what are your goals, George? Okay, yes. Well, what are my goals? Okay, well, first of all, when you go to goals, one thing we're going to talk about is I'm going to talk about is values. Values, okay. Because values and goals interconnect. Mm. And yeah. let, me, let me explain, okay? This is the deal. Let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay. The, the, the value Tell me what goals. the deal is. Please. I'd love to know. Um, oh, look at this. What goals do you have? this year, or 2021, type in the chat. Let's get sharing. Let's keep each other yes. accountable. What goals do you have? So let me, I'm going to go through some I'll goals. I'll tell you some of my goals Let well. me first hit our values, yeah. and then I'll hit our goals from there. So first, our, our values is heart. And the reason I'm talking about our values is because if you've got goals, they need to align with your values. Because they don't align with your values, it's not going to happen. Let me give you an example. Let's say, for example, I want to quit smoking, yeah. which I don't because I don't smoke. But if I did, now, and if, if my number one value was to have fun and to be a hedonist, and health was right down the bottom, how would I quit smoking? Not going to happen, Impossible. right? So what it needs to do, if you want to quit smoking, you need to reevaluate your values, and you need to go, okay, maybe health needs to go up, mm. right? Yeah. And maybe move a few things down. So the, the whole point with um, values is your values really determine your actions. Or what you do in life. Yeah. Your actions, Absolutely. your decisions, everything. So, guys, you know, whether you know it or not, you're operating out of your values right now. Mm. So you might as well get clear on it. And values are so important when you meet someone and you want to get into a relationship with someone. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, you know, because a long time ago, I was a relationship coach, you know, like Hitch. I was like the Hitch of Adelaide. And I used to teach guys how to meet women and get into relationships. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times my students would say, George, how do I act? I've got a date. What do I do? And the, the simple, easiest answer is you've got to be yourself. Be yourself. Be authentic. And they're, and they're like, hello. But, and then they're like, what if they don't like me for who I am? And I said, well, then become a better person. Yeah. Or, or find something that likes who you are because you can't be anyone else. You can only be the best version of yourself. And it'd be hard work to always pretend to be someone else because then you have to keep acting like that for the rest of your life, especially if you end up with that person. Totally. Well, the funny thing is, a lot of the students, they thought that was the answer. Right. And it wasn't, obviously. 
And I told them the answer is self-develop, be the best you can be, and be honest, raw, and vulnerable, and real. Because by being real, honest, and vulnerable, you attract the right people. Just like in positive property with our business and our tribe. I'm me. I'm not going to slice and dice. I'm not politically correct. I'm not going to walk on eggshells, right? And I'm going to call it the way I see it. And I've got no apologies. But the reason I'm doing this is, one, not to offend people, but to get rid of these snowflakes and defend the snowflakes and get them out of our group because we don't need them because I don't want snowflakes. Anymore. I think you uh, you resonate and you attract the people that have you know similar mindset and views as you do anyway. Exactly. So if you're a snowflake and if you think Greece should be banned because you think it's sexist and racist and homophobic, well, you're probably not on this channel right now, right? Because at the end of the day, the past the past. And they probably could do a better job now, but in those days, that's the best they could do. You know, it's a classic. The cancel culture, we can't cancel it's things out. Classic. No, we can't. Exactly, exactly. So, so George, what do you what do you value say? Okay, well, let me talk about positive property values because they were a copy of my own values. Okay. And that's the whole point. So when I created positive property, I created positive property to reflect an extension of me because I didn't want it to be work for me. I wanted it to be fun. Yeah. So heart, H for have, have fun. fun. <laughs> so number one value for me is to have fun. Because I think you always should be having fun in what you're doing and you'll never work a day in your life. And I love coming on here every Wednesday and talking to you guys and connecting and doing these lives. I really enjoy it. Would I, I would don't I, see it as work. Exactly. And look, if we saw it as a punishment, you'd notice. You know, we'd sit there going, oh, how are you going, guys? <laughs> I wish I wasn't here. <laughs> oh. okay. anyway. But having fun is what it's all yes. about. Now, then there's E. But everyone wins. And my philosophy is, you know, the company needs to win, our customers, our members, our group, and the community, everyone wins. Absolutely. Because when you do a win-win-win, it just works. Yes. Right? It it's needs great. to be that symbiotic relationship. The old style of entrepreneurship where yeah. people used to try to take advantage of our groups or destroy the environment, forget it. It doesn't not, not my style. I want to look after the environment, I will look after our community, I will look after our group, I will look after our company, I will look after our staff, I will look after everyone. It's a win-win-win. And by, the, by if you have a win-win-win, easier for you to sleep at night. Also, you actually build a business that's much bigger and better. Because yeah. when people are happy, they talk about you in a good way, which is great. Lots of people talking about me. Some good, some not so good. But when you, the fam more famous you become, the more people you're talking about. And that's the way it is. And then A, for authentic. Authentic. Being real, right? Yep. Be authentic, be real, be vulnerable. Definitely. Now, I'm not afraid to be vulnerable, and I'm going to be opening up tonight about some of my goals. Um, and I'm going to be honest. Yeah. And I don't mind because it's me. And I don't, I'm not going to pretend to be Superman or be amazing or the best of the best because I've got flaws as well. We're all human, we've all got flaws. I'm not perfect. And I'm happy to admit that I'm not perfect. I'm happy to show that I'm vulnerable, that I'm real. You know, and I'm happy to show that I'm perfect in other ways if I can. <laughs> I try to be, but you're never, you're never going to get there. But, but authentic and vulnerable is very important. Then R is radical responsibility. Now, guys, at the end of the day, there's one thing in your life that's always constant. Go look in the mirror and find out who that is. It's you. Yeah. And look, a that's long, it. Nothing else. A long time ago, I used to live with a friend of mine in Sydney, and his life wasn't going too well. And he's like, George, the government sucks. My parents suck. My friends are assholes. The economy's no good. He had a massive list of everything wrong. He was playing the blame game. Yes. The one thing was missing. Him. Do you mind putting the light on, please? Just 
get us a bit more work done. Yes, he was playing the blame game. There's one thing missing from that list, and that was him. And my friend Peter, actually, the funny thing is, that was the one thing missing. But when I said, Peter, have a look in the mirror and see what's missing out of that list. And then he realised what was missing because, see, you can be at the cause of life or the effect of life. And when you're at the cause, you're taking radical responsibility. You are responsible for getting your life. When you're at the effect, then you've got no control, no power. So I really think radical responsibility, do whatever it takes. That's what it's about. So the difference between radical responsibility and non-radical responsibility, and I'll tell you, I, I, we've had people join our program and they wanted to buy property. And I remember a couple that we know from Northern suburbs. I won't mention their names. And they joined their program and said, okay, we're finally going to join. And they joined and they went through finance and they got knocked back the first time, which is very normal. Yeah. And they said, oh, that's a sign. It's not for us. Financial independence is not for us. We, can't do it. we quit. We're not here. I'm like, oh my God, you're kidding me. They got one no. One no. I'm like, wow, if you can't even handle one setback in your life, imagine how you're going to handle the rest of your life and any challenges that come your way. That's right. Look, getting out of your comfort zone, getting past the no's, doing what's uncomfortable is where the gold in life stays. Well, that's what sets successful people apart from unsuccessful people because it goes back to the old saying, you know, successful people are willing to do what unsuccessful people want. And exactly. I've, had, I've been rejected so much in my life and had so many no's and I've had so many more no's than people that are, I guess, less, less successful than me. And that's what's propelled me to success because I just kept going. No matter exactly. how many no's I got, you know, from banks to loans or whatever it was in life, I've just kept going. I haven't given up. Now, if I stopped every time I got rejected, one, I wouldn't have this business, I wouldn't have this house, I wouldn't have this life. <laughs> Correct? That was it, please. So I, I, I definitely don't have rejection. I don't care. Yeah. I don't mind. You know, I'm cool. I just... Yeah, it's, it's not getting the setbacks or the knockbacks. It's how you handle it and whether you're determined enough to, to keep going despite that. And then T is the next one. Thankful and grateful. And look, this is the biggest one of all. Because being thankful, um, it's just such an attitude of gratitude to have in your life. And yeah. what you attract is so much better. Now, everyone watching this on Positive Property Club or listening to our podcast, Positive Property Show, please just sit back one second. What I want you to do is just think, what are you grateful for today? Mm. You, know, you know, are you grateful if you've got two arms, two legs? You may not have two arms, two legs yeah. watching, but if you haven't, maybe you've got one arm, one leg. Whatever you've got, the person with the lion cloth should be happy because he's got a lion cloth. The person without one needs to be happy he's got two arms and two legs. Everyone needs to be grateful for some reason because we're here in this great miracle of life. And I really think, see, the thing is, a lot of people get it wrong. This is the thing. They put the car before the horse and they go, George, I'll be grateful once my life is good. Yeah. And I'm saying, no, no, no. You're you grateful, grateful first now. and then your life is happy yes. and good. You want, you know, happiness doesn't come before gratefulness, it comes after. That's right. So let, let me show you this real simple trick. Be grateful first, then you'll be happy. And really, I really think probably one of the most important emotions that we can muster yeah. is gratefulness. And I think, look, I think all emotions are in a place. You know, I'm not against negative emotions or positive stuff like that. You know, I think it's okay when you're angry, angry. If you're sad, you're sad. It's okay, just be with it, be there. But don't let it take over your life. Don't let it control you. And look, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about goals, habits, 
and how to program your mind for success. Love it. Okay? So you hang around me long enough. I'm going to brainwash you to believe in yourself more than anyone else. Okay? Seriously. Awesome. Done that to you, haven't I? <laughs> 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 Babe, you don't do it to just me. You do it to everyone. Exactly. <laughs> I don't, and that, that's because I love, I'm very enthusiastic. I love people. I love the world. I want to make the world a better place. Because our big goal is to empower 10,000 Australians. So we're not saying create, we're saying empower. Because I want to empower you who's watching this, who's listening to this. Empower 10,000 Australians to create wealth through investing in property using my costing method. And I'm going to do this. We've got thousands of members of Australia wide who are extremely successful and extremely grateful. And I really want to get to that 10,000. And out of our goals, our values for the business, I mean, there's some goals that I haven't put in there that are my personal values, which I'm going to explain. Because one of my values is, you know, health and fitness, which is not in there because you can't put that as a company. But also deep, meaningful relationships, among other things. So I really believe happiness is the trifecta. You've got money and freedom, you've got deep, meaningful relationships, and you've got health and fitness. And those three things are what you need. I'm going to help you get there. Now, have you ever thought about how you talk to yourself? Right? Because what I want you to do, I want to do a quick meditation. I want you to think about someone you care about or you love. They don't have to be necessarily close, but anyone. I just want you to think and think, think about them now. Picture them inside your mind and think and just wish them well. And say, I wish you well. I wish you happiness. I wish you to not have any suffering, absence of suffering. Just think about that. You know, whether it's a celebrity, whether it's someone you love, your mother, your sister, your father, your partner, anyone. Just, I want you to just think about that person and give them unconditional love. Just send it towards them. I do this every morning. And I'll pick a different person each day. A lot of times my wife. <laughs> yeah. And then now think about that. Just just give unconditional love and just send it through. Just feel how that feels to give unconditional love. It's a beautiful thing. Now what I want you to do now is you give that person unconditional love. What I want you to do is now think about yourself and wish yourself well and wish yourself unconditional love. Please do that just for a minute. And look, if you can't if you can't do that, think about yourself as a child when you're four or five years old and look back at yourself. Surely you must be able to give them, they deserve unconditional love and to be free from suffering and to be happiness. Just imagine that. You see, this is part of gratefulness. It's a beautiful thing. And when you project unconditional love towards people and towards yourself, you make the world a better place. So, talking to ourselves, how do you talk to yourself? So I've got a friend of mine his name's Grant, and we catch up every now and again, and he'll do something and go, Ugh, stupid, what an idiot I am. And I'm like, don't talk to yourself like that. And I know other, people, amazing, I, I know other yeah. people that call themselves effing something, eff this, and stuff like that. So a lot of people with negative self-talk. So watch how you talk to yourself, and talk to yourself with love, unconditional kindness, and talk to yourself. Um, someone's saying, fork off, who the hell are you? There you go. Yes. <laughs> exactly. There you go. And that's what some people talk to themselves. Exactly what Chris is saying. Thank you, Chris, for commenting. And see, the thing is, sometimes people say, fork off or who the hell are you? And that sort of thing. And really, at the end of the day, we want to just change your language because your language is so important. So what I want you to do over the next seven days, I want you to think about how you talk to yourself. 
how you talk to your partner, how you talk to your kids, the people around you, and let's clear things up and let's communicate in a better way. Because the words you say are very powerful. They're so powerful. They're so powerful that um, they create, the words you, you say create the images in your head in which creates the world around you. You're basically creating your world. And see, let's say if you're hungry, right? And you say, oh, I'm starving. How does that make you feel? Say, I'm starving. Makes you feel really hungry. But if you could just change that and say, hey, I feel slightly peckish. Guess what? You're changing it. Now, if you get really angry about something, and I know, um, you know some people, a friend of mine recently was very angry and disgusted about something that wasn't even that important, right? She was really angry and disgusted. And the thing is, if you're really angry, you're like, I'm really angry, that's going to make you angry. It's going to put the veins up in your head. But if you can just change it and say, I'm slightly peeved, how do you feel now? <laughs> I'm slightly peeved by this. How interesting. I'm fascinated. Right? But guys, look, um, being grateful is what it's all about, you know. Like I said before, having the attitude of gratitude and just putting that those good vibes out into the world and having that abundance mentality and mindset is what it's all about. Um, but, George, I think we've gone through our values now, which leads me into goals. Your but goals. I'm gonna, but I'm going to talk more about personal talking to each other. Personal so, talk, so yeah. So what I want you to do is I want you to just catch yourself when you've got negative self-talk, what I call it a disempowering talk. So yeah. whenever you say anything disempowering, then what you need to do is you need to change, catch yourself and try to change that, yeah. right? And a friend of mine, him, my friend of mine and I were sitting here, me and Rob, actually, we actually had a little thing where we had to pay each other money whenever we swore. So like a swear jar? Yes. It was like a negative self-talk like a, yes. jar? Uh, well, negative any talk jar. Right. And what, so what was, it was empowering phrases and words and disempowering phrases and words. So... I can't do this. Guess what that is? Disempowering. Disempowering. See, you shouldn't use the can't word, no matter what, right? Right? Because, you know, you've got to... That's right. And that's the whole point. So now we're talking about goals and talking about goals. So look, when I talk about goals, I like to talk about goals when... I'm Melissa. When I... um, What I do is I look at the seven areas, right? So seven areas, first area... And this is positive properties. Obviously, we're going to talk about money, right? Money and investment, number one. Then we're going to talk about money and career, which is slightly different because that's what you work and do. Then we've got mind and self-development. Then we've got health and fitness. We've got relationships. Relationships are very important. Relationships and family. Fun and adventure. And then we've got spirituality. These are seven areas. These are the seven areas, guys. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually post the training on goal setting and the workbook here in this tomorrow. And this is what we do in the 14-day challenge. And I want everyone to have that for free. This is my little gift, New Year's gift for you. Please have it. So if you want, if you want the goal, if you want the workbook, just type in workbook, goals workbook or goals, whatever. Just goals 2021. Beautiful. And I'm going to get Alicia to send you the book. Because I'd like you to get the book and do this exercise. It's great. It's only going to take you an hour, but it's really good. I'll go through it all on video and show it's you exactly how to set you up for the rest of the year as well, which is a beautiful thing. Yep. So what I like to do is I like to look at my seven areas. Mm-hmm. And then I like to write. I go through and I write down a massive list of everything. And, guys, if you haven't watched our last episode, which happened yesterday on, on our podcast, Positive Property Show, I went. I go through our goal session and we do a whole hour on it, Christine and I, from our old podcast, The Ugly Truth. So, yes. So, 
So what I like to do is I like to go through these areas and then look, and then I try to look at what's the one thing that's going to push the needle the most, right? That's the important thing. So I'll give you my health goals, health fitness goals, which is pretty okay. cool. So health fitness goals. So if people don't know already know, I was diagnosed with Crohn's a long time ago. That's an autoimmune disease. And what it does, it gives you inflammation that bloats your stomach. Yeah. And it sucks. It's pretty horrible. And the challenge is a lot of people with Crohn's can barely get out of bed, can barely function. And most of the time, they get their part their bowel chopped down, end up with a little bag, colostomy bag, which really sucks. And what I've been doing is I've been controlling it through natural diet and exercise and lifestyle. But obviously, alcohol and eating lots of food is not really good for this sort of thing. And usually, November is my birthday, then December is Christmas, January is New Year's. And January is my birthday. No, it's my birthday. So this time of year, I go through two months of partying and having fun, which is great, but not really good for my health. Not good for your health, no. Yes. And so I think to myself, how... I measure this because measuring is very important. If you've got a goal, it's got to be smart, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timed. So with my goal, what I do is I measure my waist because my waist shows how much bloating I've got, how fat I am, how much inflammation. It's a very easy metric. And I can tell, have I been good, have I been bad? If you look at my waist this morning, I was 92 centimetres. For me, that's bad. So my goal this year is to get down to 82. Now, I prefer to have big goals and small goals, and 82 is quite difficult. It's very difficult. But I'd rather shoot for that and get to 85 than try to get to 90 or something. Not yeah. So that's one of my goals. And then my other goals is to reduce my inflammation markers. It's another, that's another really clear indication. Have I reached my goal? Haven't I? Because the challenge with goals is... If you don't, if you can't quantify, then how do you know you've got it? So being able to quantify your goals is so important. You need to be able to measure it somehow. Yes. So that's my two main metrics in my goals. Now on top of that, I've got you know exercise three times a week. You know, um, also what I'm doing is I'm creating habits because habits make your goals a lot easier. Yeah. Because the problem is discipline only goes a certain way, and I really try to outsource my discipline to habits or other people. So, for example, I've been training for the last 30 years at the gym, on my own, without a trainer. But to go there, I've got to really think mentally really tough and get in there and work out and think about my program and really work it out. And sometimes I don't feel like it. So what I do, and it's a really good trick if you don't feel like going to the gym, is I just go to the gym and sit on the floor. <laughs> well, guess what happens? You work out. You start working out <laughs> you, start working you get out. bored. Yes. But if you don't feel like going to the gym, seriously... Just go to the gym and sit, get dressed, get ready, and just sit on the floor and just enjoy yourself. And you'll work out anyway. So now what I've done is I've outsourced that and I've actually got a personal trainer who comes in. Now I don't even have to think. I just yeah. work out. And I love it. It's great. And then two habits that I'm trying this year. And I don't know if anyone's heard of the Seinfeld technique. I've heard of it. Okay. I'm not familiar with okay. what it is. Jerry Seinfeld is the most successful comedian in the world. And he created a Seinfeld technique, and it's great, and that's what I'm going to use this year. So I'm going to get a big calendar, right? And I want to go through and just tick every day that I've done my habits. See, it takes 21 days to create a habit, right? But a habit will serve you for the rest of your life, which is great. So what I'm doing this year, two things. One, 
I'm going to meditate every single day. And also That's another one problems. of my goals, is uh, to meditate every single day. And I'm, I'm using the Sam Harris app, Waking Up, because it's amazing. It's really good. Sam Harris is excellent meditation. And part of what he does is that uh, loving kindness meditation. I did it this morning. It's morning. just a really positive way to start your day, and it relaxes you, because you're always going to be busy. You're always going to you know, have so many things you need to do throughout that day. And if you can just take 10 minutes to stop, meditate, focus for those 10 minutes out of that day, it sets you up for success for the rest of the day. That's right. And someone just commented, I'm too lazy to go to the gym. Rebecca, <laughs> yes. And I, I get that. I am too a lot of the time. That's why you've got to work out a way of forcing yourself to do it. One, you can get your partner to work out with you, which will get you, or accountability, but also hiring a gym instructor or just going even if you don't feel like it and just sitting in the gym. You know, Rebecca, if you went to the gym three times a week and sat in the gym three times a week, you're going to get fitter by doing that. Because you're not going to be able to sit every time. It's impossible. Try it out. You know? And the thing is, so one of my things, I want meditation. Number two, I want to have a cold shower for every day this year. Wow. Cold showers every single day, even in winter. Yeah, even in winter. Going to be tough in winter. Yes. yes. Obviously. Yes. I'm going to do it even in winter. I'm going to do it whatever. I'm actually thinking about buying either an ice bath or a cry sauna. So if anyone's got any ideas, let me know, right? Yeah. But um, I'd like to do that because I want to buy an ice bath or something because I'm going to start with cold showers, but I'm actually going to go to having an ice bath or go to having a minus 130 degrees cry well, sauna. You wanted to get into um, doing the Wim Hof method yes. as well. Yes, and, I, and I, if you look at my podcast two weeks ago, I interviewed Kim Burrs, who's a Wim Hof instructor, and I did the ice bath with him. And I'll tell you what, it was... George, if you want to see him go in a bucket, a big bath, really, not a bucket, full of ice and freezing cold ice, um, check it out. It's pretty amazing. Patricia ends her daily showers with cold spurt. Well done, Patricia. That's really good. And I, I want to cross off my calendar every day, the whole it year. It is quite the shock to the system. Like, it does wake you Look, up. Look, this is the thing. The easy part is doing it now in summer. It's easy as anything. But as we go into winter, it gets harder. But what it's all about really at the end of the day, it's getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. And that's my thing for the year. Yeah. Right? Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Because all the good things in life is when you get uncomfortable. You know? So, like for example, in relationships, right, a lot of people put things under the rug. They don't communicate and they don't have any conflict. But really, to have a good relationship, you need conflict. Because you need to get uncomfortable and talk about what you want, what you don't want, and that's how you get a better relationship. Don't you agree? Yeah. Because that's how you, you, you can't build trust if you don't communicate or if you hide things or if you lie. You build trust by being uncomfortable. Yeah. And so, if anything, the hard things in life are the ones... Belinda wants to do an ice bath. We're going to... Belinda's staying with us at the moment. We're gonna, I'm going to buy a little tub and fill it with ice. I'm going to do an ice bath this week. Oh my Either that, I'm going to go visit Kim you know, up the road and go in his freezer. Kim, what Kim did, and he was He's looking... going to go in his freezer. Kim bought a freezer, and he posted on Facebook and said, I'm looking for a freezer that can fit a human body. Now, people got the wrong idea. Because, <laughs> you know, that sounds pretty... Well, you were doing the same thing for a while. Yes, and I was thinking about getting a freezer, but now nah, they look ugly. I'm going to buy a bath or a cry sauna. That's mm -hmm. what I'm going to do. But, yes, yeah, so... I'm going to do the Seinfeld technique and I'm going to tick every day that I do that and that 
then my other goal is I'm gonna have a fine thread sawing three times a week. I'm going to use my laser hair helmet, laser three times a week. I want to do HBOT three times a week, hyperbaricism chamber. I want to work out three times a week. I've got some big goals this year. I'm going to be a busy boy. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to just, this is my plan for the year to save time, is I'm going to book in all my haircuts, all my massages, totally all my chiro, yeah. all my workouts, Yep. All my cold sessions, everything already planned, pre-planned. Even your meditation. Yes. So I'm yeah. booking everything in for the year, the whole year. And look, sometimes it's going to have to change. I get that. Yep. But what I'm doing is pre-planned the whole year, automating it, so therefore I don't have to think or make decisions. Because I don't know if you've heard of decision fatigue. Yes, you can't think too much. But the problem is yeah. what happens is, and this is why in the morning you've got to do the hardest things. That's when you do the hard things, not, not later on. Because as you go along your day, you get decision fatigue, right? Absolutely. So well, wow, Alan Law, I get a cold shower every time I walk outside. It's snowing here. Awesome, Alan. Where are you at the moment? I'm curious because <laughs> it's definitely not snowing here. So you must be in Northern Hemisphere. No, in Australia, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really going to just book out everything. Like we booked out every Wednesday at 6.05 for doing this. And guess what? We just do it in a story. And right? I love it. It's fantastic. Thank you, Arla. Thank you so much about energy because I'm hungover, so I don't have a lot of energy. <laughs> so, We've never had a winery all day. <laughs> look, we just went to Sepperfield. Now, guys, if they want to experience, it's amazing. An old friend of mine, Brett Duran, married Maggie Beer's daughter, L. Beer. And um, he's created the Duran Distillery where you make your own gin. It is an amazing day. We spent day. a whole day at Maggie Beer's farm making our own gin. Can you grab my gin, please? I don't know where it is, George. Oh, it's in bag. I'll right, try and so find it. So, I got a bit drunk the night before and got in trouble. West George here. Okay, yeah, it would be cold there. Hope you haven't got a lockdown there, Alan, because I know England, London's got a lockdown uh, again, the third lockdown, which is pretty sad. But anyway, so I was a bad boy the night before, and we had to name our gin, and Christina called her gin. George's apology because I had to apologise, but there you go. Yeah. So, so anyway, so basically, the Seinfeld method is where you go. George's this apology. This is my gin that I made. Look, look at the colour. Look at the colour of this. So it's a beautiful, How like, beautiful um, red. It was supposed to be pink, but it sort of went red because I put too many clouds in it. Oh, uh, but it's got Meredith's Missfield. Oh, Seppersfield is so beautiful, Melissa. It's fantastic. And the food there, the wine, I don't know if you've tried the Uber Shiraz. Uber Shiraz, love that it stuff. It's, it's like a pinfold. It's amazing, really amazing. Yeah. And so, look, my goal this year, guys, another goal is I want to go live every single Wednesday at 6.05 with you guys. And I want us to work as a group and I want to help everyone become more successful when it comes to property and just the rest of their lives. Yeah, well, Seriously. I was going to share with everyone what my property goals are this year. And I've got some really big goals this year. Um, and I'm really oh, going to... we've got the month for sure. We're going to go. We do soon. But before we do, I want to get five more investment properties this year. So I've already started that process. I've already started looking at a couple of investments. So... Yeah, well underway, hit the ground running. So, guys, I'd love to hear what your investment now, now goals guys, are um, as well. Once a month, we've the monthly shirt. I'm sorry I had to cut this short, but we're going to go to our private group, Positive Property and Circle, and talk to our paid members and talk to them. So, guys, 
Thank you so much. Enjoy your year. Please join us next Wednesday. Put it in your diary. Add yourself to the calendar. And really, this year, this, year, this year, I'm going to be answering real estate questions. I'm going to be helping you go through everything you need. Please come on and join us. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful that you're here. Enjoy the rest of the year. What a massive, it's going to be amazing. And don't forget to set yourself up for success by writing down your goals this year for 2021. Thanks for joining us, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Excellent. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I'm grateful for all our listeners around the world. If you found this podcast valuable, please share with someone that might find this useful and please join our tribe of purpose-driven investors, increasing income and impact in our Facebook group, Positive Property. Please note, with a multi-million dollar property portfolio and a passive income, I've become incredibly successful at investing in property. The fact of it is, however, many people may find investing in property challenging. It's not easy, and it takes a lot of hard work. However, becoming educated to make an informed decision and having the right advisors gives you the tools you need to succeed. The most important part of this formula, however, is to actually take action and apply that knowledge. It is important to understand the information I share is of a general nature only and is not taking into account your unique circumstances. If you're considering investing in any asset class, you need to seek the advice of an independent professional advisor who will be able to look at your specific situation. Be sure your advisor has actually achieved the kind of results you're seeking. Many won't have, so beware. We've taken great care putting those educational resources together. We'd be surprised if you didn't find any errors or omissions. If you do, our legal team says we have to say we're not responsible for those. In fact, as with all things, even your success, we're not responsible. That responsibility always has and always will come down to you and the actions you take. We're passionate about supporting you in that process and helping you increase your ability to create wealth live the life you desire, provide all the things you dream of for you and your family.